So if you're looking at, at your diet right now yes. and you're looking at keto as a, as a possibility, then moving from a carb-based diet yes. in order to improve your health, mm -hmm. improve your wellness, um, prevent diseases like cancer and heart disease, then you know the, the keto diet is going to be a great one for you. This is the Peaks Audio Experience. <laughs> Hi and welcome to The Peaks Life, little bite-sized chunks of wellness wisdom to power you through your day. I'm Mike Warren, this is Lynn Fernie. Now, we love a good experiment. In fact, we do the experimenting so you don't have to. We put our bodies under extreme pressure so that you can say, look, I don't need to try because those two idiots of The Peaks Life have tried it for us. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the ketovore. We are. Great ketovore experiment. The ketovore experiment, that's the now, one. Tell us how it started, tell us a little bit about the background and then we'll walk the guys through what actually happened and why we now have a new word, <laughs> ketovore, and we're going to use that lots we and are. what it means and how it impacts and all those sort of good things. So um, I guess, you know, we're looking at what is the optimum nutrition, way of eating, um, lifestyle. And, you know, we all know that we're unique Every single one of us has got a different size, weight, gender, um, you know, different backgrounds, stressors, um, different lifestyle, different work. Mm. You know, and you've heard me say it many, many times, I say almost every episode, line you and your five friends <laughs> up on the starting line of a 100 meter race. You will all look different and, and, you'll, and you'll run differently. Absolutely. We are so, different, so we have to have different eating plans and patterns we that are. suit our individual bodies. Exactly. So we all need to individualize our eating. Mm. And sometimes we get on a, a path where we're eating in a certain way and you know we perhaps aren't 100% satisfied with the results. Things feel pretty good and often, you know, especially when you're on keto, things pre feel pretty damn good. But you just have a feeling you could optimize it a bit more. Yes. And what we know is that there's a lot of discussion around at the moment about keto versus carnivore. And so what we decided to do was to test out the different ends of the spectrum mm. and say, well, okay, what happens if we eat you know, a, a ketogenic diet versus a carnivore diet or a whole spectrum you know, of eating styles in mm. between and find out what is gonna be optimum for us. Now, you know, this might not be optimum for, for anybody who's tuning in, no, but it's an interesting experiment and what it does reveal, and if you, know, if you go to the literature, you have a, a look on Google, you research, different forms of keto and carnivore will suit different people Absolutely. at different times in their life mm. and they'll bring lots of different benefits. So rather than putting the blinkers on, <laughs> you know, and because all the literature says, ah, you know, keto's great or your friend's doing keto yes. or somebody's doing the carnivore 75 hard challenge, mm. putting the blinkers on and saying, I'm going to do that. Listen up because we've got some tips and tricks around the different styles of eating to help you select what's going to be best for you. Yeah. And I think um, one thing we did notice and one thing that's it's very evident there is that there's a huge interest upsurge in carnivore mm. and there's a lot of chat and there's a lot of people who are very very opinionated around whether carnivore is good bad or ugly um, so there is a a real sort of uh, a fight between keto carnivore and a lot of people are transitioning from keto to carnivore there's a lot of people who've had some really personally great personal successes mm. and therefore they believe everyone should but not everyone does so it's really important to step back and look at any new eating type or any new eating plan and make sure it suits you mm. and go through the process and test it to see whether it is right for the individual. And that's what we've done. We have done exactly <laughs> that. We've laid our bodies on I've the laid line. My body. I've slept with a piece of steak <laughs> for 14 days 
and it was terrible. <laughs> the steak or the sleep? Both, actually. <laughs> we both smelled. <laughs> All right, so maybe maybe take a step back and just walk through the, the different the different aspects of carnivore, keto, paleo, ketogen, all the different things, just so that we've, we've got a, a baseline, mm. and then we'll look at what is keto, what is carnivore, and then what is ketovore, what does that mean, and how does it work? So I guess, especially if you're new to all of this, mm. the, you know, these would all pretty much be called ancestral type of diets or ways of eating. Yes. And the reason we call them ancestral is they, they mimic what our ancestors would have had, you know, maybe maybe a hundred thousand years ago. When I was a caveman. Uh, when you were a caveman, that's right. So when you were holding up your club and um, I still you do know, that. and you went running after the animals to try and catch your, mm. your meal. Um, and that's essentially what we're trying to do is we're trying to get back to how humans were, were meant to eat, how yes. we evolved. Um, and we're trying to remove the things from our diet that don't really serve us, that are modern inventions, that perhaps are damaging for the body. Now, I will, I'm gonna put a little caveat in here. You can go out and research any type of diet and you can find good things about it and you can find bad things about it. Don't we know it? Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has scientific research to support their opinion. Exactly mm. right. So you will find that, and so it can be super confusing. You'll find right now, you know, um, there's the movie out on Netflix called The Game Changers, mm. which advocates a plant-based lifestyle. And anybody who's a die-hard vegan is going to argue their case really vehemently and try and convince you that meat is bad and you shouldn't have meat and plant-based is the only way to go. You'll find the same in the carnivore world, that you know you should only eat meat and nothing else. So I want you to just put all of that aside for a second mm. and just purely look at the information that we present here um, on its face value. Yep, you can go and do the research later, but let's just look at each one of these ways of eating. So let's start off with paleo. Okay. So I think paleo was one of the first ancestral um, diets to become quite popular. Many of these have been around for years and years, hundreds of years actually. Mm. But the paleo diet became popular probably 15, 20 years ago. And what it promoted was a whole food diet that was made up of you know, meat, eggs, um, limited dairy produce. So it didn't advocate the low fat milks, but you yes. have the higher fat dairy. Um, some plant-based produce and carbohydrates that came from whole foods, things like sweet potatoes, so the low glycemic index type of carbohydrates. Mm. Uh, like I said, the sweet potatoes, perhaps the corn, um, that type of thing. So you'd probably have a reasonable, reasonable balance of fats, carbohydrates, um, and the proteins. So that diet became quite popular for a fair period of time as people tried to return to more of a, a whole foods way of eating. And you were paleonic for a while, weren't you? you I was keto? paleo, and in particular, I, was, I did paleo for athletes. Ah, interesting. So there, there was a, a particular version of this diet um, which became popular through Lauren Cadern, um, who basically wrote a book, Paleo for Athletes. Um, and he looked at how should athletes adopt the paleo diet and where should they put their carbohydrates to give them performance when they were oh, doing, you know, okay. doing the running or the triathlons or yes. whatever it was they were doing. So basically I would eat some carbohydrates, but I'd, I'd cluster them mainly around my, you know, my athletics um, and perhaps some in the evening. So they'd be used to fuel my body, so pre-sport, yeah, pre, um, and they'd be used to recover from sports so after mm. the sport and in the evening. So I did paleo for a while um, and I felt pretty good. 
but not 100% on paleo. Okay, so that's paleo, tick their box, what's next? The next one is, is keto, and I think keto, ketogenic, is the one that you know is very popular at the moment. It's one of the most researched and Googled diets that we've got today. It's been around since the 1920s when it was used to treat epilepsy, and essentially it's characterized by being a low carbohydrate, so a very, very small quantity of carbohydrate, moderate protein, and high fat diet. So when you think of ketogenic, what we're trying to do there is we're trying to mimic what we would have taken in, you know, again, as, as a, you know, a caveman 100,000 mm -hmm. years ago, we're looking for fatty cuts of meat, yes. eating animals nose to tail. So, you know, lots of really high quality sources of protein. We're looking for really healthy fats. So again, animal fats, the, the geese, the butters, tallows and lard. Um, but we do allow things like the olive oils, um, you know, some of the plant-based oils, yes. coconut oil. And then we, we have some plant-based foods, like yeah. we eat nuts and seeds, and we would eat um, things like uh, ab above-ground vegetables. Absolutely. So the, the difference between paleo yes. and keto is that keto doesn't allow the below-ground vegetables, like the sweet potatoes, the carrots, the turnips, and those sort of things. Okay. And of course, we're big fans of keto. We've done this for a long time and coached lots of people. And obviously, at Peaks, we demonstrate and teach keto. So we're very familiar with keto. And personally, we've both got good results from keto. So paleo, keto, both ancestral-type diets. Mm. And then we've got... The next one, and sorry, I just want to point out the difference between paleo and keto. Yes. Paleo, you're still running on glucose as your fuel because you're giving your body carbohydrates. Of course, through the root. When, that's it. When you, when you transition, and many people transition from paleo to keto, mm. the transition removes the glucose. Yes. So what you're actually doing is you're starting to run on a different fuel source. You're running on ketones mm. and mm. you go into ketosis. So that's where the biggest shift occurs because we are looking for the ketosis the state of ketosis yes. where we're eliminating all of those you know the glucose all the yep. carbs that, that totally generate different fuel, source. different fuel source i think the next thing to mention um would although we don't advocate them would be dirty keto lazy keto yes. so people see these people ask a lot of questions around this and it's because people want to keep their old style of eating so keto is a clean style of eating. It uses whole foods, just like paleo does. So we're eating the animals, we're eating the meat, we're creating our dishes from scratch. We're not having processed foods. We're not having industrial seed oils, and we're not having the processed things like the gluten, the wheat, um, mm. you know, all of those grains, and so the, the rice. Sweetness. And we're, we're having very limited on yes. keto, limited artificial sweeteners. You know sweeteners. how I feel about them. We, we don't advocate them, <laughs> but they are allowed. They are Absolutely. in the macros, so as long the as they're in the macros. So if we look at the lazy keto, this is where people perhaps, you know, they don't track their macros. Um, they don't know whether they're hitting them or not. They're not really focused on being, you know, quite precise with the diet. So they're, let's say it's a more relaxed style of, of keto. Yes. So, you know, you may eat a bit too much carbs one day, no matter. Mm -hmm. um, you may get back into the protein and the fats the next day. Um, you may not have enough fats another day. So you're just a bit more relaxed. Loosely away. based on keto. It's, so it's, it's loosely based. You're mm. eating the right sort of things in the right sort of proportions, mm. but you're not necessarily tracking your ketones. You're not really tracking mm. your, your macros. So. And, what, and what's dirty? What's the difference between lazy and dirty? And then the difference between lazy and dirty is dirty is where we're allowing junk foods, processed foods, any food at all, it doesn't have to be whole food. As long as it fits. As long as it fits the macros. Uh, so as long as you're sticking to about the 75, 80% of fat, 15 to 20% of protein, and less than 5% of carbs, however you get it, 
that is allowed on the dirty keto. It's a bit of a challenge to get the uh, get the macros and but still maintain the uh, junky food lifestyle. So what it means is if, if you're the sort of person who you know you love macros, um, you enjoy your junk food, you eat takeaways for dinner every night, and that's your only mm. style of eating. Um, you know you you feel you can't afford other ways of eating. You feel you don't want to give give up those junk foods. Yep. You know you might do all of your normal eating but just without the burger buns for example so yes. you eat the burger yes. but leave the bun um, yeah. you know you might put things in a lettuce leaf rather than in a bun you might have um, you know you might have your your chicken nuggets but pick off the mm. Uh, mm. the outside of them for example yeah. so you're still you're still eating in your old you know style of eating mm. but you're just changing your macros yep. the downside is that you're still eating the industrial seed oils yes. which we know are dreadful they they correlate with heart disease the with cancer fats. with obesity they're the shit fats they're the toxic fats yes. you're still eating you know potentially sources of gluten in your food because mm. you don't know where it's been hidden um, and you're still eating processed food which we know is bad for the body so it's still very unhealthy or it may fit in with loosely with the keto macro plan it's an unhealthier type of keto and it it's is. not what we advocate and obviously the results would be in line with that because you're not going to get the same uh, same speed of results and the, and the same uh, speed of wellness um, if it comes to dirty or lazy keto than you would from clean or strict keto. At the end of the day you know you may you may lose weight. Yes. Yeah, you probably you are doing something good for your body because you're eliminating some of the, the really bad foods. You're eliminating yep. some of the carbohydrates, mm. and you may get into ketosis. You probably will get into ketosis, but in terms of ultimate health, in terms of you know disease prevention, in terms yes. of you know all of those conditions that come from the industrial mm. seed oils like the cancer and the heart disease, you're not really going to be preventing those. You're simply going to be in ketosis and therefore losing weight. So there are some benefits. Um, but not, you know, you're not going to get the full benefits. You're mm. not going to feel as good as if you're on strict keto. All right, last one to discuss today before we go into the the ketovore, um, carnivore. So what, carnivores. What's the, what's the diet? Yeah, so carnivore is like a really strict form of keto, where it il or a strict elimination diet. So basically, carnivore, simply put, eliminates all plant food. Right. So there are no plants, whether they're above ground or below ground, there's no plants, there's no nuts, there's no seeds. Everything comes from an animal source. So okay. carnivore is meat, yes. fish, eggs, a bit of dairy if you tolerate it, yep. um, and then you know not a lot else. So you're not going to have the olive oils, the coconut oils, like I said, you're not going to have the nuts and seeds, yes. um, and you're not going to have any of those green leafy vegetables that you would have on keto. Okay. So looking at the two of them so if we looked at keto and carnival because we're going to we're going to bash those two together in a minute into ketovore um what type of person would we recommend keto for and what type of person would we recommend carnivore for before we come into this this bashing together and this this amalgamation of the two diets so if you're looking at, at your diet right now yes. and you're looking at keto as a as a possibility then moving from a carb-based diet yes in order to improve your health Mm -hmm. improve your wellness, um, prevent diseases like cancer and heart disease, then you know the, the keto diet is going to be a great one for you. If you want to balance your energy levels, you're feeling quite fatigued um, on your old style of eating, then keto does wonders for your energy levels. So you know it really does boost your, your energy, you, you get up feeling great, helps you sleep, 
helps your metabolism, controls your blood sugar. So if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, you can actually reverse type 2 diabetes mm, or prevent yourself getting diabetes in the future. We know it's very heart healthy. So there's lots of concerns about cholesterol and the keto diet and the high amount of, of saturated fat. We now know that saturated fat is not bad for you. It's actually essential for you. All of our hormones, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, hormones get transported on cholesterol around the body. Yes. So if you want to balance your hormones, you're getting mood swings. Mm. Keto is great for you. If you've been vegetarian or vegan and you're thinking about bringing meat back in, your body is probably starving for some of the basic nutrients and vitamins. Again, keto is great because it's going to give you lots of fat and lots of really good mm -hmm. quality proteins. If you just want to maintain your health, then keto is a great way of life. You can maintain your health for the long term. If you want longevity, so a yes. long and healthy life, then again, keto is great for that. Um, and it's also very good if you've got any type of metabolic condition, autoimmune condition, really great for either preventing or treating those. Interesting. Okay. Also, wonderful for sleep. So, you know, people find they get much deeper and more restorative sleep when they eat a ketogenic mm. um, way of eating or they're on a ketogenic plan. So there are lots and lots of health benefits. Mm. And if you want to lose weight, it's not a weight loss diet, but most people who are carrying excess fat find it just sheds when yes. they get onto keto. And that's why we love it, because it's got so many great benefits. And as you say, it's a great stepping stone for them from paleo. Um, maybe the next step is into keto. So that's, mm. the, that's the group of people who we would say um, probably best fit keto and mm. probably would consider keto. Who then are we saying are the best fit for carnivore? and who would be more attracted to the carnivore style of diet of eating? Mm. So if you've got a lot of weight to lose, yes. a very significant amount of weight to lose, you can actually lose weight faster on the carnivore diet. Because it's zero carb. Because it's zero carbs, you're simply eliminating carbohydrates. Yes. Yes. So it can be very good for rapid weight loss. If you've got a health condition that hasn't resolved mm. um, by eating keto, then it may resolve on the carnivore diet. Mm. And that's because it's an extreme elimination diet. So you're basically removing pretty much all of the things that cause food intolerances. Mm. And therefore you're gonna take out anything that might be bothering your body. Absolutely. So great if you've got, like I said, a lot of weight to lose, or you've got health challenges that yep. haven't cleared up um, on keto. If you love meat, <laughs> so very simply. Yes. If you enjoy meat... Which is one of the things I was attracted to, to be honest. I love, I do love, 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 love meat. And so when I thought about carnivore, when we talked about carnivore, it was like, mm. that's a very attractive to me. Mm. To have large quantities of meat every meal was one of the winners. So I was, I was there for the for science, of course. Absolutely. I was also there selfishly because I love meat. <laughs> selfishly because meat and is great. I think simplicity is, is a real um, draw. And we've talked about this in one of our other episodes, that for men, Mm. There are, you know, and I don't want to stereotype, there are a no. lot of men who find this very simple, just give me beef, salt and water, yes. and that's all I've got to good do. Good caveman approach. And yeah, good I caveman kill it, approach. I eat it, I don't have to do anything else with it. That's it. It's yes. super easy. Yes. What, what it does do is it really does avoid the need to snack, and the reason for that is that the, there's a bit more protein in carnivore. Yes. And so you tend not to get hungry as often as you might on other forms of eating. Mm, interesting. So if you're, a, if you're somebody who snacks a lot and you want to give up the snacks, you might just find that the carnivore diet helps you do that. Mm. So I certainly find when I do carnivore, I don't, I don't have any desire for food. Um, I, in fact, I don't get hungry um, 
most of the day. So yes. carnivore's great if you want to give up snacking. It's also really good if you've got cravings. So anybody out there who has um, food cravings, who has sugar cravings, carb cravings, carbon sugar addictions, disordered eating, perhaps bulimic, uh, does binge eating, you know, eats really healthily for a while and then falls off the wagon and, yes. and scoffs a bunch of carbs. This would be great for you because it absolutely kills your cravings dead. Interesting. None of your trigger foods are in there. There's nothing that's easy to eat in big quantities. It's very, very difficult to overeat on fatty meat. Mm. You just fill up and you just, you know, your, your natural body process says, enough, enough, yeah, stop, yeah. don't eat anymore. So you're not tempted with the desserts, the ice creams, the pastries. Mm. So it really does kill food cravings mm. very, very quickly. Excellent. So, you know, for those conditions, it can be an absolute game changer. Mm. And some, I mean, some people do say it's boring. Uh, some people do say that there's not enough nutrients um, in the products to give the body the nutrients required. So it isn't. It does sound when you talk about the benefits. It does sound like an amazing eating plan. But there is a lot of people who disagree with a meat only or products from meat mm. only diet. So you know, there's it is swings and roundabouts, isn't it? There is great debate out there right yeah. now. And like I said, if, if you're dealing, for example, with real gut damage, yes. let's just say you've been a carb eater for 30 years, and your your intestines are damaged, you won't see it but you might have IBS, you might have constipation or diarrhea. You've got bloating, your tummy hurts, you mm. know, a lot. And you know, every time you eat, you get bloated. You might have SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Any of these sort of conditions where you're having any type of, any type of gut dysfunction or you know, dysbiosis, then this is an amazing diet because it removes everything that feeds the bad bacteria in the gut, removes everything that causes intestinal per permeability. The gut will heal. Meat is incredibly healing. I don't care what the plant eaters think. <laughs> Sorry, vegans. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Meat, bone broth, organ meats, they contain lots of nutrients, lots of vitamins, and they really do heal the gut. So if you're suffering from those problems, this really could change your life. So, you know, yes, it is boring. Yes, it's restrictive because it's an elimination diet and there's only four or five mm. things that you can eat. But some people love that. Some people love the simplicity of knowing every meal. It's a lump of meat and it's maybe some, some, you know, some seasoning maybe. Um, and you don't have to think about the veggies or the nuts or the cheese or the other things. Some people mm. love that simplicity that drives them to enjoy food and they get their kick out of selecting the right type of meat, the fatty meats, searching for those beautiful organ meats mm. and that's the, that's the kick they get out of the diet rather than trying to get the variety of foods. And it is and you know people will say well is it more expensive? No it's not because what you can do you're not spending money on the vegetables and organic vegetables are expensive. Mm. You're not spending money on the organic cheeses and nuts. Yeah. You're not buying all those fancy different oils you know yes. the coconut oil the MCT oil. Yeah. Um, you're not getting all of those different things and therefore you're purely spending your money on some beautiful organic grass-fed beef maybe some you know um, some pastured a pork, maybe mm. some beautiful lamb, some nice wild fish. So you can buy the best cuts of meat 
and you don't actually need as much as you think and you might find I certainly find that it's cheaper to do carnivore even though I'm buying the absolute top quality meats. yes right. so it's not what you think and again I gotta reinforce this if you're dealing with gut issues you'll do anything to get rid of that and mm. I can honestly say my tummy is the flattest ever <laughs> when I do carnivore yeah. because I just don't have anything that's mm. going to create gas and bloating in my tummy. So I have this beautiful, nice, flat tummy. My bowel movements are really comfortable and easy. So And it's very digestible food. Mm, and I feel full of energy. So yes. I can truly say I do feel my best when I'm on carnivore. Mm. However, I honestly can say I get a bit bored. All right, so let's go where we went because we did in this through Peaks Spirit, we put, we put on our scientist hats <laughs> and we did carnivore and we played with carnivore. We love keto, mm. but we thought, no, let's do carnivore. So we certainly went through the carnivore process mm. and we tried carnivore. We had some interesting results. And as you say, the flat tummy, I you know, got some great results as well. So we, we both played with carnivore and got a good understanding of the benefits and the effect of carnivore and how to live the carnivore lifestyle. And we came to a conclusion. We sort of came into the middle point. We did. So before we get into where we got to, just a typical day. Yes. So very quickly, a typical day for us in the keto world yes. would be a bulletproof coffee at some point during the morning. Absolutely. So, you know, we've got our butter and our MCTs yep. and our coffee and it's decaf coffee. Lunch might be something like, you know, a really nice piece of salmon, mm -hmm. and perhaps um, some cheese, some nuts. Uh, maybe some little fathead crackers, mm. you know, so one of the, the replacement breads, you yes. know, would, would come in there made with almond meal, mozzarella and eggs. Yep. Um, so, and we'd have some nice spices in there, nicely seasoned. Mm. So that might be lunch. Evening meal might be something like a steak perhaps with some zucchini fritters, maybe some mushrooms. Again, we might have some, perhaps some blue cheese, a nice blue cheese yep. sauce on the steak and some nuts on the side and possibly followed by something like maybe some chia with nuts and coconut oil and somewhere in there to be finish chocolate. off and there will be definitely some dark chocolate yes i maybe. love my dark chocolate mm. so 100 percent dark chocolate contains lots of antioxidants um, i think it's a wonder food have it every day after my not a lot have it every day after my lunch with my decaf coffee so that'll be a typical keto day that is a typical, typical keto. carnival day when we're doing carnivore is what how does it differ so a typical carnivore day would go like this, um, probably fasting right through till late afternoon because mm. um, I simply don't get hungry. I don't really do the bulletproof coffee either because the philosophy of carnivore is not adding fats. Yeah. We're talking strict carnivore now, aren't we? We're talking strict carnivore. Yes. So we're, we're trying not to add fats. What we're yes. trying to do is just eat the fat in the meat yes. rather than add lots of fats. So in, in keto, you add lots of fats in. Yep. So fasting right throughout the day, perhaps until around four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And then maybe a nice, big, juicy T-bone steak with all of the fat on it. So that could be something like three, 400 grams, which by the way, I find really hard to eat in one sitting. Mm. Um, but a nice big T-bone steak, all of the fats on it, and basically nothing with it. Maybe a small piece of blue cheese, but yes. only a small piece. Um, there would be no dessert, there'd be no chia seeds, there'd be no salt. nuts in there. Definitely <coughs> lots of salt, mm -hmm. highly salted, because you need the extra salt, because you're going to lose salt mm -hmm. with, with carnivore. Only water to drink. Yep. So I would forego my coffee, you know, I'd forego all the spices. If I'm doing strict carnivore, it is something like, say, a steak, uh, maybe a, a 
a nice piece of brisket, which is a very fatty meat, yep. maybe some oxtail, maybe some liver, some good mm -hmm. you know, organ meats. And you, you tend to favour beef because it's a ruminant. So we're trying to go for the, the beef because of, of the vitamins that it contains and the, um, you know, what you're getting into the, in mm. the meat, the, you know, the, um, the, the vitamin K, the, the CLA, the conjugated linoleic acid, and all those sort of things. So it is, when we say it's boring, it can be boring because mm. it's basically one meal a day, and for me, it was a you know it was well, a for you it was meal. one meal. A day. I was having two meals a day, but there's certainly the challenge is to how to create dishes with just meat products that are interesting and enjoyable and appetising. Some people love that just a simple mm. steak, salt only. That's the simplicity, and they love that. But for me, being the cook, being the chef in the kitchen, I like to create something where there's a little bit, of maybe a couple of different meats mm. or something that appealed or something that looked quite visually you know, appetising. So that was quite a challenge as well. It is, especially because, you know, you create some amazing <laughs> meals, Mike. You know, they're all from Whole Foods, mm. but they look beautiful. They've got varied ingredients. They all taste very different. Yes. They might have sauces with them. Mm. Um, so I miss things like my garlic. Yeah, Because uh, I things. do enjoy garlic. You know, for, it's a great um, immune booster. Um, great for the cardiovascular system. I love it to flavour my food, mm. and I missed that on carnivore. And like I said, I really struggled to, you know, to force my way through three, four hundred grams of meat. And often it would feel me, you know, leave me feeling totally stuffed. Mm. Even though I felt really good within about two hours, I'd feel stuffed at the time. And the next day I'd be full of energy. But yeah, hard. I, I find it hard work. All right. So we've talked about keto. We've talked about carnivore. Give us the benefits of ketovore, which is the, what we believe, and this is just a you and me thing, this is not recommended, this mm -hmm. is just where we've settled, having sampled carnivore, having lived keto for a long time. Mm. We've come up with the concept of ketovore, which is not a new word, but it's a word we're going to be using. Um, what is the benefit of ketovore and what does it look like in real practical terms? Yeah, so take, take keto, take carnivore, smash them together. <laughs> Drop, and you, you drop yep. a few things out and you've got ketovore. So essentially um, what we're doing is we are looking at mainly animal products. So we're yes. trying to, um, you know, to prioritise the animal products. So prioritise the meat, the fish, the eggs. Um, we are allowing a small amount of dairy, but only in the form of hard cheese and preferably from sheep's milk or perhaps even goat's milk. Okay, why and is that? that? Um, that's because um, for yourself particularly, Mike, because you're a little bit lactose intolerant. Absolutely. So we're removing that potential food intolerance. Yes. Um, we're not doing the, the dairy because, again, a lot of the dairy is not that high in fat or proteins. It doesn't really fit. Mm -hmm. So limited um, to, to cheese. We have brought the nuts back in, but in much smaller quantities. Mm. So we're still going to have things like almonds and macadamia nuts and Brazil nuts and walnuts and pecans, but a very small quantity per day. Compared to what we were on keto. Much, yes. much less than what we were doing on keto, even though we were within the macros. Yes. So we're sort of aiming um, for a lot less than 5% carbohydrates. And yes. nuts are our major source of carbohydrates. So limiting those. So we're limiting those. So we're down at 1-2% mm. carbohydrates. And the other reason we're limiting nuts is because they can be irritating to the gut. Yes. And I do still suffer from some gut problems from, you know, old issues. So I prefer to keep those, you know, fairly, fairly small quantities mm -hmm. in my diet. Um, we're going to bring in a little bit of plant-based oil. 
so a touch of olive oil and the reason for that is it's good sometimes to cook with or perhaps to make a nice nut salad yes but we're really limiting that really limiting the coconut oil because again i find i feel better without those oils yes so very very small quantities of those and we're not having vegetables so we're eliminating all vegetables so fruits, keto includes fruits and veggies it. are gone fruit and veggies are gone um all sweeteners are gone, which means we're not going to have any replacement foods like keto alternatives because we're not going to sweeten anything. Not that we did before, no, um, no, but just no, generally. No yep. um, so we're not having any sweeteners. We will still allow coffee yes. because coffee, decaf coffee, we really enjoy. Yes. And we are going to have our 100% chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate stays. So essentially, the, the only real difference is that we're looking to eliminate the vegetables yes. from keto, eliminate the fruits, the artificial sweeteners, and only have the cheeses and nuts in, you know, in smaller quantities. So simplicity more, more animal. plus variety. That's right. So we've, we've simplified it. There's less foods mm -hmm. in our diet now. So we've got rid of some of the fancier foods. Still have things like spices, so we can, you know, um, flavour yep, our foods. In. Garlic's still in. Only a small quantity. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're putting a little bit of garlic in, and again, that's giving us a, a touch of carbohydrate. Gives me a chance to create some things in the kitchen and mm. uh, use some nice. So, again, from a, from a creation of food perspective, I've now got more to work with, rather than with carnivore, it was quite restrictive. Mm. Still abiding by a lot of the keto philosophy, so that's great. But being able to create great dishes, but mm -hmm. but not having that restrictiveness of carnivore that was not as easy when you're creating food. Yeah, exactly so right. It's a win-win for me. It's a win-win, and I think you know people are probably tuning in and, and you know asking the question, well, um, you know, what macros and, and why do we do it? Yes. And I think if you look at the macros, not a lot of difference. So carnivore might be 70% fat, 30% protein. Um, keto might be, as I said earlier, maybe around 75% fat, 25% um, protein and 5% and carbs. Mm. We're looking at about 75% fat. Yes. About mm, probably 23, 24% protein. Yes. And then just that just one bit. <laughs> to 2% of carbohydrate. <laughs> couple of carbs here and there. Just a little bit from those yes, nuts. absolutely. Touch from the chocolate. You know, and, and that's really yeah. all we're getting. So that's our macros. Mm. So very similar to keto macros. And that means that we're still going to be in ketosis. Absolutely. So we're still ketogenic. Because on carnivore, you may not be in ketosis. No, that's not. It's not a driver of the carnivore diet, is it? It's not the driver. So we enjoy being in ketosis. Um, I enjoy the health benefits especially. And I want to retain mm. those. So those macros are really quite important to me. Um, it basically eliminates the problem foods. Yes. So I still do have problems. I struggle with vegetables, uh, especially if I eat a lot of them. Yep. So eliminating those plant-based foods that cause me intolerances yep. is really good for my gut. And limiting the nuts, as I said, really helps my, you know, my gut. So it's really good if you do have any of those residual intolerances. Mm. Um, it is a bit stricter than keto, which I find is good from the, the food craving perspective. Yes. Um, when I'm doing carnivore, I don't get cravings. And so I find that really helpful as a woman, especially, you know, as I go through my, my monthly cycle, keeps me balanced. Yes. Um, there's less temptation you're because... Gonna be, you're going to be more balanced. I'll try and be more balanced. I can promise, can <laughs> Ooh, promise that. You heard it here first, you're going to be balanced. <laughs> Crazy times. Um, there's less temptation yes. because you don't have foods around that you're likely to overeat. True. You're having less nuts, so you're unlikely to overeat on nuts because you're only allowing yourself mm -hmm. a small quantity. So you get used to you know, the smaller quantities. And as I said, it's hard to overeat protein. Mm. So I guess the takeaway for those people tuning in is 
it's okay to try a new way of eating. Um, as you said at the very outset, you know, the, the five people lined up on the starting line running the race, everyone is different. People have different needs. Mm. But it's good like we have done is to sample what is carnival. We went to strict carnival, we've back to come back. Mm. We love keto, we love some of the aspects of carnival. And we've said what we're calling ketovore. But everyone's got their own perfect diet that works mm. for their body, their lifestyle, their budget, their family. Mm. And it's about finding the right one that fits exactly. exactly into that, that needs to be giving them the results and the feeling and the wellness, but also long-term and sustainable, which is one of the keys as well. It's exactly right. There's no right or wrong way. No. There's only your way. Keep testing. It's a journey for life. This mm. is a long game. Mm. This mm. is a way of eating to keep you healthy and happy for the rest of your life. Yep. Your needs will change as you go through the years. Yes. So don't be afraid to change it up or down as, as you know your life changes. Mm -hmm. And just find the way of eating that fits for you at that time. Be confident, yes. have self-confidence. If it feels good, if you feel good, if you look good, then keep doing it. If it doesn't feel good, then look for what's not working for you. Get rid of that and bring in something different. Absolutely. So exciting times ahead for a lot of people. Um, mail us or send us your comments because we would love to know people who've tried the ketovore, carnivore, mm. ketos thing and have questions because we'd love, we're really interested in what other people are doing as well. And we will see everyone again next time on The Peaks Life for little bite-sized chunks of wellness wisdom. See you very soon. See you next time. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks Day. Peaks.